Welcome. I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. Here I share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. Be sure to check out the show notes where you'll find details about the episodes, plus important links, including the link to the Dogged Planner and Workbook created just for handlers on a mission. So if you're ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. All right, this week, we're going to talk about having fun. (laughs) And that might seem like a ridiculous mindset conversation to have. However, you would be really surprised how often having fun comes up in my coaching conversations. Um, It comes up a lot, actually, is the spoiler alert. It comes up a lot. And it's interesting because I think all of us will say that we enjoy doing our dog sports, right? We're very passionate about it. We spend a lot of time, certainly a lot of money, a lot of effort, a lot of mind space thinking about it, obsessing about it even. We love doing it. You know, we're very, those things very easily roll off of our tongue, right? I love doing it. It's very passionate. I love, you know, I love my dogs. It's passionate. I can't wait to go to a trial this weekend. It makes me nervous, but I love doing it anyway. And, and all of those kinds of very, very positive things. Yet when I ask people if they are having fun, it stumps them. (laughs) And I'm laughing because I understand it. And it sounds kind of silly. But it's very true. And it's very common. And I can personally relate to it. Like I love competing. I enjoy dog sports. I am in it like 100% like nothing's going to get me out of it, right? Like I'm, you know, enthralled with the whole thing. Yet if you ask me if I'm having fun, I might give you kind of the golden retriever headcock because what I'm learning in all of these conversations with my awesome clients and all of you is that the word fun has really different definitions for everybody, right? Some people think fun is, means frivolous or Fun is, you know, going out to a bar in your 20s and not worrying about how you feel the next day. Or fun is, you know, I don't know, this like carefree, frolicking, no worries kind of thing. And I find that fascinating, right? And if you ask me what I think fun is, it's a great question. I should have thought about this before I turn on the mic. Um, But to me, there are runs that I'm like, man, that was fun. But not what I wouldn't describe everything about a weekend is fun, even though I would tell you like I enjoyed myself. It's a roller coaster, right? There are ups, there are downs, there are good times, there are bad times. You know, my parking space sucked, the weather was terrible, but my dogs ran great, right? So does that make the weekend fun? Or does it just have one run that is really fun? So for me, fun is is when you're light and things feel effortless and there's a lot of joy and a lot of happiness and, you know, uh, just excessive enjoyment, maybe, I don't know. And, but it does have a light quality to it. So I bring this up because what I'm finding is people's ability to have fun 
depends on their definition, right? We all have a personal definition. Of course, Webster has a definition, but like we all have a personal definition of what fun is and what fun looks like. And yet, most of us want our dogs to have fun. So what happens is, is we take that definition that's in our head and we then apply it to our dogs. Oh, my dog doesn't look like they're having fun or my dog looks serious or, you know, I can't tell if my dog's having fun or do they even enjoy this? Should I get, should I be done with the sport? Um, you know, how do I know my dog's having fun? I just want my dog to have fun. Well, what's their definition of fun, right? For most dogs, it's it's working alongside us and doing things that they, you know, are good at or enjoy or what have you. And I feel like all of us would know if our dog didn't want to play the game anymore. Again, whatever game you're playing, whether it's agility or barn hunt or obedience or what have you. Like I know that when my dog, when, when I should be specific, when Moxie walks into the obedience ring, she's not having fun. Okay. I can tell that by a lot of factors. I can judge her stress level. I can tell by her ear set. I can tell by her performance. Yet when she walks in the agility ring, she is using her body. She's running. She has a lighter expression about her. She seems to really attack the course and tackle it, come out of the ring, you know, all hyped up. And yet she probably didn't cue because, you know, see weave pull issues. Um, But that looks like a dog that is working and having fun. And then there are some sports like draft, which is kind of in between in that the dog has to be more serious. There isn't a lot of space for what I'm going to call like bodily movement, right? I mean, they're, they're kind of in this cart. They're, you know, there's shafts on either side of them. They're, they're walking, you know, they're not even really running. And so, and a lot of dogs take it very seriously. And yet she has told the communicator, again, believe what you want, but she's told the communicator that's her favorite thing to do. Is she having fun? Apparently, yes. But in these each circumstance, fun looks different. And yet we are putting our, our definitions of fun onto our dogs when we look at them and try to judge whether or not we're having dogs. We're humanizing them, of course. Um amorphizing, but I can never say that word correctly twice. So never mind. I'm just going to say humanizing. Um, so we put our human emotions, we put our human definitions, we put our human understandings and experiences onto our dogs when we are judging whether or not they are having fun. And I think that's dangerous because a lot of us can't define that for ourselves. So is fun something that we know, we'll know it when we see it or like, what's the deal with that, right? So how do we know and what is fun and is fun the goal? Now, a long time ago, well, not a long time ago, last summer, I guess, I really set a process goal for Moxie to have fun, okay? So I believe in having fun, okay? I believe that it can be your whole goal for your whole weekend. You can set an intention for the weekend or an energetic goal for the weekend or a process goal or however you want to do it that you're going to have fun in this run or this weekend or this sport or whatever. That you're only doing this sport, for instance, to have fun because you're, you and your dog wanted something lighter. And that is a worthy worthy endeavor to kind of, if you will, chase fun. Chase is in air quotes. You just can't see that. Um, But that is a worthy thing to chase fun. 
But you have to know what fun looks like because otherwise, how do you know that you are successful? How do I know that Moxie's having fun? Well, she's lighter. Um, there, she doesn't look, it doesn't look like drudgery to her. You know, she's kind of in, in the cases where I think about her runs where she's had fun, she comes out sort of like proud of herself with that sort of look on their face with the, when you, when you want to prove to your non-dog friends that yes, dogs do smile, you know, um, you know, she comes out with all of that energy and all of that look. And I can almost feel that she's having fun as much as I can visually see that she is having fun. But that doesn't mean she's being frivolous. That doesn't mean she's necessarily being carefree. That doesn't mean she's shirking duties or, you know, not, doesn't have a care in the world or is acting irresponsibly. Um, But it looks very specific. So if we're going to put fun as a goal, especially on our dogs or, you know, or especially like on a weekend or a performance, then we have to know how we define success. Like then what does fun look like? Will you be able to tell me at the end definitively that your dog had fun? Okay. So I think that's an interesting question. And then a lot right alongside that is how do we know we're having fun? And how can we bring out fun in our dogs? How can we allow ourselves to have fun? Because I think that's another big thing. People think this is serious. I'm there to compete. I'm there to cue. I've got to do my process goals. I'm very intense, you know, you know, yada, yada. Like I'm very intense as well. Like when I trial, I love the game. You know, I love testing myself. I love testing my dogs and us as a team and seeing if we can do this thing, if we can walk into that ring and, you know, lay down the run that we need in order to, you know, get to our process goals or make progress or yes, even cue. So I love that. Would I say that I'm having fun? I don't know. Now I would say, well, depends how you define fun because that is enjoyable to me. That is fun for me. But is it light and airy and without responsibility or without cares in the world? No, of course not. It's, it's kind of intense. There's a lot going on. You know, is an Olympic skier going for their, you know, last run of the competition having fun? I mean, their sport is fun. Is that moment fun? I don't know. You'd have to ask them. You know, I guess if it goes well, it's fun, right? Um, but fun cannot be dependent on their outcome right? Because then that's why when people walk out of the ring, they don't cue, they're not looking at their process goals, they're not, they're only looking at outcome to determine whether or not it was, quote, fun, or it was even a good or bad day, or a good or bad run. That's why I'm always focused on process goals with you all. Like, that's what I want you to think about is what are you actually focused on? So when we're trying to have fun as people, as humans, like, how are we defining that for ourselves? So the exercise I gave a recent client um, was to literally make a list of how you define fun and don't cheat with Webster, right? Or, you know, maybe don't cheat and ask synonyms or whatever yet, yet we'll get there. But like literally make a list of like, what is fun for you? Like, how do you define fun? Like, or, and if you can't get there yet, name some times where you had fun and then find some characteristics of that. Does fun have to include laughter? For me, sometimes, a lot of times it does, but I'm not really laughing in the ring on a great run. Um, but yet it was fun. So maybe it has a certain kind of energy about it, right? You have to define that for you. And I think it's really, really 
important. I think people are skipping this. And that's why when they get frustrated with their dogs or their, their own performances over a weekend, they're like, are we not even having fun anymore? Interesting. So is your fun dependent on outcome? Is your fun dependent on progress? Is it fun for you to push yourself and to push yourself out of your comfort zone and make progress? Like again, what is fun for you? Because kind of like knowing our why and kind of why we do this sport to begin with, like what is our cornerstone, our touchstone and being able to define our why, you know, we have to be able to define what's fun and what's success to us. And does, do you have to be successful in order to have fun? Or can you have a big old yah yah crazy run and still be laughing about it and still think that that was fun, even though it wasn't the outcome you wanted? So yeah, it turns out that fun is a complicated topic. Like who knew, right? And I'm saying that, and again, I know my wonderful client and actually several clients who I've had this conversation are listening. Um, and I'm giggling because I'm seeing myself in this conversation. You know, sometimes clients bring to me um, topics that I need to work on for myself. So I want you know, all of my clients who we've had this conversation to know, um, laughing at myself right now and how interesting I think it is that fun is hard and that in a lot of ways we've forgotten what's fun. So another exercise I have for you all is to, you know, think about, and I do this in my planner, which I'm 100% going to plug in a minute because the 2024 planner is out. Go get it. Um, but what I do every year in my goal setting class and in my planner and Everywhere you talk to me about like how to set goals, I always really push people to set joy goals, right? Notice I didn't say fun. <laughs> I said joy because I think sometimes it's easier to define. Again, don't know why, just kind of some psychological mystery. Um, but when I ask people to define joy, I want to know in that moment, what makes your dog happy? What do they love to do? right? For my dogs, they love the snow. Of course, they're Bernese mountain dogs, duh. Um, but they love to swim. They all, my dogs all really love the water. They love to go on a hike. Um, I had one dog, Indy, um, who loved to just go meet people. Like she would have stood in the middle of Walmart and just met people. Her favorite thing was meet the breeds at any, you know, show that had that for us. Um, she was queen of meet the breeds because that's what she wanted to do is just meet people. She had really great energy and she wanted to go up to people who she felt needed her. That was her role in life. Um, so that was fun for her. So that brought her joy, right? Is it outgoing? Is it carefree? Is it light? Is it airy? No, but that's what she loved to do. So I encourage us each to find what brings our dogs joy. And then further, I encourage us to schedule joy during the week. Because let's face it, most of the time, our dogs do what we want them to do. We might want to work them. We, we might want to go to an agility trial. We might enter them in a barn hunt trial. But we did that. Like So we're controlling their 24 you know, 24 hours a day. So maybe we give them a half an hour off leash walk or something and they get to do what they want to do. Um, but we're, our, we're kind of in charge. So what is it that they would do if they could, right? Now, Moxie would kill things. So, you know, that's not always on the list. Um, but, uh, you know, what is it that you can make sure that you are scheduling time so that they get to do their happy thing? 
right? And the same goes for yourself. What is it that you need to do during a week, during a month, whatever, to make sure that you are doing things that bring you joy? That could be, you know, reading a book. That could be listening to music. That could be, you know, going to, taking yourself to a movie, taking yourself out to dinner, ordering, you know, from your favorite place, right? There are days that Chipotle legitimately brings me joy, okay? Because it's doing something for yourself to fill yourself back up. So when we look at that, that's interesting. Would I say that Chipotle makes me happy or is fun? No, I don't think it is fun necessarily. But yeah, some days it brings me a whole bunch of joy. (laughs) Okay. But we have to make time for that. And we have to understand that that is important because it fills us back up. When we drain ourselves too much, right? When we work at something without a lot of payoff or we work at something really hard without scheduling and joy, yeah, we get frustrated and it gets tedious and it gets hard. And it's those moments where we feel like, it is the fight worth it? Like all of those things, right? Anything anyone in sport will tell you is the hard part. But we slug through it because we love the sport and yeah, it's worth it's worth the effort, okay? So in this, I want to, two things. I want you to really define what joy is for you, what fun looks like for you, how you can figure out if your dog is having fun, if you're having fun, if fun is even a goal. And for several of my clients, and I would even say for myself, fun might be too far a stretch at times, right? I'm not, you know, I don't go to my national necessarily to, I don't know, like have fun per se, but I love it and I wouldn't miss it for the world, right? So both things can be true or it's kind of tricky or it's kind of complicated. Um, You know, right now, I would say having a puppy is fun, but right now when she's trying to bite my face off because she's teething, that's not the most fun. Get off. Um, So, real life. Um, So I want us to do two things. I want us to make sure that we're scheduling joy, even if we can't call it fun yet, and we are understanding how we each define fun, and if fun is, is a realistic and attainable goal right now. Because for some of my clients, fun is too far in the future to even think about. It's too big a goal. And so maybe enjoyment, you reach for enjoyment. Or maybe now you do get out the thesaurus and you look for that synonym for fun that you can get to. Maybe I just want to feel lighter in the day. Or I want to feel that moment of you know pure joy. You know, the other thing about fun is sometimes from the outside, fun looks carefree or without responsibility or must be nice, you know, to just be able to walk in that ring and not have any other care in the world. Like look at that little kid or look at that other person just having fun. And I think sometimes we're a little envious because we look at that and from the outside, it looks like they're letting go and that they have no other care in the world. But what if that person just had everything else like under control and just had, you know, they, everything else was taken care of. So this is the moment they could let go and be fully in the present. You know, those of us who don't have a lot of fun naturally, I think are also warriors or control freaks or, you know, just thinking about all the things we have to do, all the things that, you know, that plague us, all the important things that have to get done. And that's all really being in the future 
right? We're future tripping. We're thinking about the things that have to get done. We're thinking about our responsibilities and obligations, and we're allowing those things to shadow the current moment that we could be having right now, right? So yeah, it turns out fun is a complicated topic. And it turns out there's a lot of complexity to it. So I'm challenging you to think about fun this week and think about, I don't want you to give up on fun, right? But I also want you to lower the bar a little bit and figure out what fun means to you, how you can have fun, if fun is attainable for you right now, um, but how you can at least bring joy to yourself, to your dogs, you know, refill that tank of yours so that you are having fun even while you're doing the hard thing or at least enjoying it or, you know, leaning into your passion or what have you, right? So I have no clear answer for anybody because it's going to be different for everyone. Um, but I want you to really think about fun. I want this to be rolling around in your head all week because the more you think about it, the more you'll look for opportunities to have fun. And the next time your instructor or somebody says like, you know, I just get your dog to have fun. You'll be like, I don't know what that means. This is going to stop me in my tracks. I got to really figure out what this means. Okay. Before I let you go, I am going to go on about the new planner. 2024 Dogged Planner is out. Um, the, the new workbook is coming moment, any moment now. And um, it has a whole bunch of new things. We've rearranged some things. Basically, I asked you what you wanted. And pretty much everything short of Spiral Brown, which I can't do. I'm sorry, but I just can't, um, is in there. So it's got more title tracking pages. It's got little kind of printed tabs that you can see from the side view. It's got, um, we rearranged some things. We made some things easier. We added a breeder section or breeding section. Um, we just, we changed some words here and there. So it's just better. It's just all the same stuff you're used to. It's just bigger and better. So get it now so that you can start planning your best 2024 ever and um, you know you can go to the website, go to the show notes. The link is in there, and get it. I'm super excited about it. All right, that's it for this week. Think about having fun. Think about joy. Think about enjoyment. Ponder all of those deep thoughts. And no matter what you're doing this week, I hope you have a fantastic and potentially fun week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. Check out my Dogged Planner workbook and journal available on Amazon. Just search for Dogged Planner. I also offer monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out all the ways you can work on your mindset. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at theqcoach and let me know how it's going. Finally, please share, subscribe, and leave a review. This helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.